0: Welcome to episode 35 of the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. It's great to have you guys with us today. We're so glad that you guys joined us. This is part two of the marriage podcast about having a missional marriage. So before we begin today, we're actually going to just recap quickly last week's podcast.
1: Yeah, and I'm so excited about this uh, episode and last week's episode. Because for us, Don, I know it's a massive passion of our Hearts.
0: I know. Last week we talked about couples and how we have a much higher purpose for living than just simply, you know, chasing the elusive American dream. Last week we talked about having a marriage mission statement and believing that your marriage has a purpose. Did you know that your marriage has a purpose? We encourage you to maybe take some time. We gave you guys some homework and to write down, you know, what is your mission statement and your goals?
1: So good. And I typically hate homework, Don, but this is the best kind of homework. Like, what are you living for? What is your marriage? Uh, What is it? Why is it here on this earth? Like, what? Why did God bring you guys together?
0: I know we mentioned this last week, but just in case you haven't had time to go and listen to last week's podcast, we actually shared our own personal mission statement, which we have printed out on a 16 by 20 that we paid an artist to to write out for us. But this is it. Our mission statement is this. We find our purpose in loving Jesus and in building relational bridges so others can know his love. Our life is not about money. It is about mission. Our life is not about property. It is about purpose. And we take that mission statement and that's how we try to live our life and we write our goals based on that mission yeah, statement. Yeah,
1: can I can I read that again? I yeah. just love that so much. We find our purpose in loving Jesus and in building relational bridges so others can know his love. Our life is not about money, it is about mission. Our life is not about property, it is about purpose.
0: We Travis, we I know we decided a long time ago that we wanted to make a difference in the world. And we honor this mission statement. We are not perfect, absolutely not in any way. But this is what we aim for.
1: Yeah, and I I like how you said honor, Don. And really what we're doing is we're trying to live every day of our lives with this mission statement in mind. Why? Because we believe that God put us together for a reason and he gave us this mission to accomplish as a married couple. Now, last week we introduced to you guys a couple in the Bible that we believe are awesome mentors. They're kind of mentors of ours, even though they've been dead for like 2,000 (laughs) years. But they they are our mentors because they were a couple on a mission. They knew what they were wanted to do or accomplish in their lives, and they were doing it together. They were a powerhouse. Their names, of course, were Priscilla and Aquila.
0: Again, not often talked about, you know, you don't find them a lot, but wow, when you find them in the Bible, they definitely had a mission. Oh
1: my gosh, yeah. And, and so just to kind of recap a little bit of what we talked about last week, there were two keys that Priscilla and Aquila did to make the the purpose of their marriage, an eternal one. The first one is they just loved God. That was yep. so cool. Priscilla and Aquila loved God. And this came out in the purpose of how they lived their lives. The second things we, we pointed out last week, Don of course, was embracing the truth. And that's a challenge. But we're so glad that they did that. Even though it was uncomfortable for them at times, they chose to humbly embrace the truth.
0: Again, this is a couple that was in the Bible that were very good friends with Paul. Right, and I think they were from Italy, right? They, they yeah, were Italian. Yeah, absolutely,
1: Jewish yep. people from Italy who feared God, good friends of Paul the apostle.
0: Um, today we're actually going to continue on with getting to know Priscilla and Aquila a little, a little more, and we wanted to give you a couple more keys beyond loving God and embracing truth that Priscilla and Aquila did to make sure that the purpose of their marriage was an eternal one. So another key that Priscilla and Aquila did to make the purpose of their marriage an eternal one was they served others. Serving others. They were great at hospitality. Yeah. In 1 Corinthians 16:19, it says this. The churches in the province of Asia send you greetings. Aquila and Priscilla greet you warmly in the name of the Lord, and so does the church that meets at their house. <laughs> that's, that's- that's amazing. That's crazy. Yeah, the church actually met at their house. They had a
1: church at their house. I wonder if they had a sign up front on. Yeah,
0: I wonder what that <laughs> sign looked like. Well, serving others can be a hard marital goal. It isn't always easy because even the disciples who spent daily time with Jesus on this earth struggled with it. In fact, the disciples were arguing about who would be the most important in heaven. One day, and Jesus replied in Matthew twenty twenty six. he said this, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first must be your slave. Just as the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. A few verses later, Jesus went on to say about the two greatest commandments. First, he said to love God. Then he said in Matthew twenty two thirty nine, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments.
1: Those are great commandments. I mean, love God wasn't the first one. Right. But then Jesus is like, wait a second. Number two, love your neighbor as yourself. And that's why we're talking about serving, we right? Are, yeah. Or Priscilla and Aquila.
0: So how can the second commandment of loving your neighbor be like the first commandment of loving God with all your heart? Well, here, here's the answer. When a couple really loves their neighbor as themselves, It starts to give proof to the love that they have for God. Loving your neighbor actually means serving your neighbor. I know, Travis, you and I, we love, absolutely love having people over in our home. We host connect groups. We have game nights, talks around the fire, you know, inside and out. And we just hang out with others on a regular basis. But sometimes serving and hospitality, it takes Time, we know that we have to. It takes preparation. I'm I'm gonna clean the house and make sure the toilets clean, and um, or even
1: buying the food and preparing the food. Yep,
0: taking money and then just prep time, but it's all worth it. But it does take a sacrifice and it does take time.
1: Yeah, that's so cool, Don. And I'm not comparing us to Priscilla and Aquila. I mean, we don't have a church that meets in our house, No, Uh but um, we love having people over to our house, people who know God and people who don't know God and just being with people using our house and our hospitality to be on a mission to make a difference in the world. So I want to ask you guys a question. When was the last time you had someone over to your house? If you can't remember, can't think of any, anybody or any time, well, you know what? It might be, this might be the moment to change that. Right. Here's another question. Do you practice hospitality on a regular basis? or are you waiting for someone else to invite you over? And I
0: hear that excuse quite a bit. Well, they didn't invite me over. Right.
1: No one invites me. No,
0: but if you, if someone doesn't go first, it's never going to happen.
1: Right. Everybody's waiting for (laughs) everybody to go first.
0: So just go first. Don't, don't, wait. don't wait. Yeah,
1: go first. <laughs> the final thing that Priscilla and Aquila did to make the purpose of their marriage an eternal one, they were on a mission, right. uh, but it, it was to share the gospel. Now, I know that might sound confusing to some of you if you don't know what that means, but here's, here's what we're getting at. They weren't afraid to do this with their marriage as a team. So what does it mean to share the gospel, and why weren't they afraid to do it together as a team? Well, sharing the gospel just means to share the truth, that Jesus is the Savior of the world and that through his death on a cross, anyone can know God.
0: It's good news, right? You're sharing the gospel. You're sharing good news. That's the best news ever. It
1: is the most incredible news that anyone who places their faith in him will go to heaven and have eternal life. And that's what Priscilla and Aquila did. They shared the good news about Jesus. And we know this because in the Bible, in Acts chapter 18, verse 18. It says, he sailed to Syria. When it says he, it's talking about Paul the Apostle. It says, Paul has sailed to Syria and was accompanied by Priscilla and Aquila. These guys were amazing. Yeah, they had they all were. these people coming to their house they for did. church. They were hosting and, and hospitality. We talked last week about, you know, how they had a over for probably for supper and mm-hmm. they talked with him and showed him a better way. But now they're on a ship with Paul and they're literally on a mission to go change another part of the world.
0: They were continually sharing good news about Jesus.
1: Yeah, they were awesome. And, you know, on the flip side, something that's completely opposite would be that, you know, the world's worst market marketing campaign for marriage, it might be the married couple who act like devils.
0: I think think we know a few of those. They kind of come to mind. We've met some, but you know,
1: that sounds strong and it sounds, you know, just tough. But it's interesting because... When people are self-centered and they focus their lives on only making themselves better and their their own life better, then the wrong things tend to come out. Mm -hmm. They are me-focused to the point that every day they watch those who are in spiritual darkness and in physical need and they sit around and they do nothing. Yeah. Why? Because their lives are focused on themselves. And again, they kind of exhibit some of that bad behavior, that devil-like behavior. Right. They hurt other people or they're selfish or whatever. But here's another question for for you as you're listening to this podcast, hopefully with your spouse or or if it's by yourself. But here's the question. What are you doing as a married couple to share the gospel, the truth about Jesus, and to physically help other people? If God has the power to save you and others have helped you in your life, why wouldn't you spend the vast majority of your lives together as a married couple sharing this hope and helping those around you? I know some quick examples of ways that people could do that as a married couple. Boy, if you like to, to fish, you guys go fishing a lot together, take another couple along that maybe, maybe they're struggling and they're having a tough time with their marriage or they don't know God and spend some time just talking about God and encouraging them in life. I think another example would be if you like movies, invite another couple over to your house and watch a, a very family-friendly mm. movie together and then have maybe some ice cream or some dessert right. afterwards, some coffee, and just talk to them about real life right. and yeah. how you're navigating about the movie and 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 then just share your faith. Just maybe be not honest. talk
0: during the movie. No, don't do that. <laughs> You'll drive them crazy. <laughs> I know
1: people who do that, and I do that sometimes. But definitely,
0: yeah, take the time before it's and after not, and just talk to them. Yeah,
1: and those are just two little examples. Yeah. Like go fishing or have some couples over, go out to the movies together, whatever. But
0: And just talk about your own faith. Be real. Like, that's one thing that people can't argue with, like just sharing your testimony, what God's done in my own life. Like, I think that has an impact on others and they can relate to you that way.
1: They definitely can. It's so much more encouraging right. and helpful.
0: You don't have to be a theologian to share the gospel. You don't. And, Don,
1: we need to give a couple examples of what we're doing. And, guys, this isn't us complimenting ourselves or bragging. This is no. just us saying, hey, we're trying to be like, uh Aquila and a Priscilla. We're trying to be like Jesus. We want to be people who are making a difference. And
0: trying to live out our mission statement.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Having a marriage on a mission. So uh, one thing that we did, as you guys know, about 35 weeks ago, we started this podcast. Yep.
0: I mean, <laughs> we did
1: that was new to us. We had never done a podcast before. We're talking right now because we... You know, we, we just, uh, we're like, what can we do to encourage others in their relationships, their marriages, and even potentially in their faith? I know that's one example.
0: Yep, that is. And it's something that we love. We actually enjoy it. And our reach now is much greater. We, we travel and speak to churches, you know, around the country, but honestly, starting the podcast Now people can listen to it from their homes, from their cars, you know, from their offices. The reach is far greater than we could have ever expected.
1: Yeah. And it's on demand. Right. So that's cool. It doesn't even have to be when we're there or they got to be there when we travel and speak, but... It can be when it's convenient for them. Right. So and that's, that's not
0: patting right. ourselves on the back. Honestly, when we started this, I was freaking out. I was actually like, <laughs> what do you mean? Who's gonna want to listen? We're gonna like, sit no there clue. and talk into a yeah. microphone. It was a no huge, it's a huge risk, honestly. It is. But you know what? It's worth it. It's worth the time and the energy and the effort yeah. to do it. And I just we know that God is blessing it.
1: Yeah, and we're we're enjoying it, but you guys are listening. We couldn't do it without you guys, right. without you being willing to listen. Another thing that example from our own lives of how we're wanting to have a mission for our marriage would be that we are about to release our first book. Right, yeah. Uh, Don and I have worked on a book together and it's called Verbalocity. It's a book basically on seven steps uh, to how to have a verbally generous marriage. In other words, using your words to build up your spouse and to really strengthen the foundation of your marriage.
0: It's kind of cool because the thought of verbalosity actually came out of just writing a podcast. I mean it's something that we've always done but we've never given it a name. We believe in being verbally generous. But starting this podcast when we wrote about verbosity created a whole new idea about writing a book.
1: Yeah, so cool. And what's awesome too is in the meantime we have another book or yeah. I I wrote a book uh, during the last eight, eight, 10, 11 months, something like that. And, and that's going to be coming out probably in the next month is when that yeah. will be coming out. So those are just a couple things that we've been doing. We could give you, you know, certainly other things, but we wanted to give you some real examples of just using your passions. These are our passions. We like to communicate. We like to write. Uh, we like being with people and hosting yeah. people at our homes. So yeah. we wanted to just give you some examples. And I know we,
0: I'm, another thing we just really like to, you know, when churches or people ask ask us to speak, we don't say no usually. We It doesn't matter if there's going to be an honor room or not. We just really feel like God's opening a door and we just want to do what we can to help out. Um, I know we serve regularly. I've served regularly at church. I mean, obviously you work at the church, but We serve—it's a uh, part of our lifestyle that we decided and we dedicate ourselves to making sure that we're serving in the church Mm. um, on a very regular basis.
1: Yeah, and outside of the church as well, and just different ways where we can be stretched and we can help others.
0: The point of this podcast and last week's podcast was this. We believe that when couples focus on the greater purpose of Jesus and others, they naturally have a more fulfilled life in marriage. And there's a lot less conflict. Again, you're looking outward and not inward.
1: Yeah, and I think we should make uh stop and, and just kind of talk about that for a moment, Don. When two people are really focused on you know, just bringing pleasure to themselves or making their own lives better, then there's going to be a lot of conflict. There is. But when they're both very selfless and they're looking to serve others and looking to improve the quality of other people's lives, it takes their eyes off of themselves. They stop being, you know, having so many selfish demands and they get along better and they're on a mission and they really do change the world together.
0: And it just helps bring gratitude to your marriage and to what you actually have. So, Again, just going back to Priscilla and Aquila, again, mentors, marriage mentors that we can look up at and four different things that they did that, you know, they served their life and they had an eternal purpose. They knew that people were watching their lives and we can actually see how serious their faith was by how they interacted with others. That is why in the midst of a marriage where they loved one another deeply, they shared the gospel, again, the good news, and they helped all, everyone around them. That was their, you could just see that all over in all the scripture when they talk about Priscilla and Aquila.
1: Yeah, they knew what their marriage stood for and yep. why they were put on this earth. They loved Jesus. They wanted to, other people to know about the good, yes. the good news of Jesus. Uh, so the real question then of this episode is, what do you want your marriage to look like? It's your choice. What do you want your marriage to look to achieve,
0: and again, I think we said over and over and over again, it's your choice. Like we can't tell you no, you know, your parents can't tell you, your friends can't tell you. It's your choice what you want your marriage to look like. Yeah,
1: and it is. Isn't it interesting, Don? That every day we choose, whether we think we choose or not, a day, another new day comes. Right, and we're moving through that day. And if we do nothing, we're choosing to do nothing. And if we do something and being intentional. It's, uh, it's a choice. So let us challenge you with some possibilities. We're just going to give them to you, some real practical things that you could apply to your marriage relationship and be more like Aquila and a Priscilla. We want to encourage you, number one, pray together daily. Uh, this changed our marriage in a big way. And we we started doing it several years ago, and we haven't stopped, no. and we won't stop. Also, we would say, join a serving team at your church or in your community and serve together. Yep. And work hard at making other people's lives better. Oh, my gosh. That's one of the best marriage counseling yes. pieces that you could add. You you probably wouldn't even have to pay for a marriage counselor. You could just help others. Right. And that would really start to resolve a lot of things.
0: I think if you haven't done this before, going on a missions trip together. I know we have gone on many of those together. But man, you leave the country, go to a place where they don't have as much as we do and serve them. It will change. It will blow your mind. I know we have, like I said, have done that many times. We've brought our kids. It has been life altering for us. Another thing: invite a couple over to your house. Make the first move. Just do it. Just you know, send them a text, call them, you know, whatever it is. Um, Invite them over. But our rule: there's one thing that we always do when people come over to our house. um, When they go to leave, we actually just ask if we can pray for them, and we just pray a quick blessing. Over them, But it's something that we do continually because, honestly, it brings their friendship closer. But why wouldn't we want to pray blessings over our friends? Just like
1: we do over each other every day. Why not stop when we have people in our home and pray for them? The other thing we we really want to encourage you to do is have regular Jesus conversations with each other and encourage each other. I think it's really important if you're going to be a marriage on a mission— Talk about Jesus. Jesus left heaven and came to this earth and died on a cross. He was on a mission. And and the more you talk about Jesus, the more you think about God, the more you are going to be like Priscilla and Aquila and being on a mission. Yeah. Your marriage will accomplish something. In your life. I think if
0: you just honestly open up your eyes, we can see that Jesus is everywhere. There are so many God moments in our day. And just be aware of those moments and share them with your spouse, share them with your kids, share them with your friends.
1: Yeah, definitely. And then also listen to podcasts together regularly. Fill yourself up with, you know, information that you guys need for your your marriage, your relationship, but especially your spiritual bucket, fill it up. And I think that uh, that's gonna really have a big difference.
0: I think lastly is, you know what? If you know somebody who is struggling in life and they are just down, you know what? Why don't reach out to them, call them, um, set up a coffee date with them and just, just get a chance to talk with them and just share the hope that you have of knowing Jesus with them. Just share your story with them and help them find God. A lot of times people are struggling and they're they're missing the biggest piece, and that is just knowing Jesus and having that personal relationship with Him.
1: Yeah, I think what we're trying to say is the God of heaven and earth wants to come down and work through your yeah. marriage. Do you
0: believe that? I uh, believe that. We uh, believe that. It's
1: funny you say that, because <laughs> I was just thinking that. I, I'm sure there are people hearing that going, wait, He can't be talking about my marriage, but it's true. Yes,
0: your marriage.
1: You guys are probably your marriage. They're probably... 300 400 500 people watching your lives watching your marriage and god wants to work through you you can make a difference your marriage can make a difference
0: we just want to thank you for listening to this episode of the loving the fight marriage podcast we want you guys to remember to just know that we are praying for you that we believe in you We know marriage can be hard. Our marriage can be hard at times, but it is worth it. Keep loving the fight. Don't give up.
1: You guys got this. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. If this podcast encouraged you, then be sure to share it with others that you care about through your Facebook page, Instagram, or other social media channels. Please hit the subscribe button if you have not subscribed. And please click like and leave us a review. Tell us what you think. For more conversations about marriage and what it takes to make sure that you are loving the fight, visit us at lovingthefight.com. See you next time.